Welcome back to the City Rev Life Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm sitting here with Pastor Roby. How are you doing today, Pastor Roby? I'm great, man. How are you doing? I'm feeling good. In real time, it's post-Messi Championship. So That's right. We <laughs> In real time. The Inter-Miami, the, the, the Herons is sometimes their nickname. <laughs> yes. Um, just raised the League's Cup. That's right. Wow. wow. What, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Finally, Miami got a championship. We have we a championship. So many... Oh, anyways. Title Town. We're we Title Town. Uh, okay, we sorry. digress, though. Sorry. But we're, we're talking about how to uh, survive a political season with your faith intact, your soul intact, and thriving. And we're going to continue that conversation today. And we're talking about the framework that we use to think about politics. Um, so we've talked about how the church shouldn't completely ignore politics because the Bible speaks to every area of life. That's right. Uh, we also talked uh, just about a number of things, but to frame up this conversation, can you maybe give us a little bit of an intro into the content that we'll explore today? Sure. The, for this series, the primary um, direction for this series is more how we are as individuals handling the subject right. of politics. And so this is not, we're not going down through political issues and giving biblical perspective. We're mainly talking about how we shepherd our souls. Right. How do we care for our souls? How do we as individuals, as believers who stand on the word of God, how do we approach politics? Because in a season like this, uh, over this next year and a half, or not even a year, less than a year and a half at this point, uh, we're entering into a political season and it can encompass everything. And yeah. there's a lot of times where it, it can be overwhelming. And at the end of the last political season, there were many Christian believers, Christian leaders, mature Christians who uh, came to came to approach their Christian leaders by saying, hey, I'm full of anxiety. I'm full. Of, I'm struggling. It was mm -hmm. too much. So how do we go in this with each each of us shepherding our souls well through a political season? Yeah, that's good. Uh, and so if we're going to think through um, just personally, how do I shepherd my soul in this season? Mm -hmm. uh, what can what are some things that we can employ in our lives or in this particular episode that we're going to cover? Yep, to help us. So in this episode, we're talking about the framework and how to have a primarily biblical framework. and And that sounds obvious. Every Christian should have a, a biblical framework. Mm -hmm. But there really are two ways that this works out. Sometimes we have a biblical framework that then influences our politics. And I think every Bible-believing Christian would say, that's me. Right. But what can sometimes happen is we, without realizing it, yeah. well-intentioned Christians can slip into having primarily a political framework that then kind of backs into the Bible for mm -hmm. support. So it's either we start with a biblical framework and then that then influences our politics. So we're starting with a primarily biblical framework or we have really a political framework of culture, of society, of the world yeah. that then it then uses the Bible to support that mm. perspective. And if we if we have that, that's that we that's dangerous. It's yeah. dangerous to start with a political framework and back into the Bible for a number of reasons, not the least of which sometimes we're really abusing the Bible by using it for things that it's not really intending to talk about. Right. So there's a, a, a host of reasons why that's not what we want. Um, it, but um, we primarily want a biblical framework influencing our politics. So that's such a subtle difference. And it could be sneaky for us when we're yes. when we're operating that way we might be blind to in ourselves is there any way that we can kind of self-evaluate hey how do i know if i might be starting with the political framework and backing into the scripture to look for support sure. for my convictions 
um, versus the other way, which is allowing the Bible first and foremost to inform and shape them. What, how can we how can we spot that? Sure. Uh, let me give an example. Uh, forewarning: this may challenge you, or challenge it challenges me to think about this as well. It may challenge all of us, but just use this as a point of evaluation, a point of consideration. One piece of evidence, it's not a guarantee that I'm operating out of political framework instead of a biblical framework, but let's have ears to hear and let's just, let's each one of us authentically before the Lord search our hearts. And let's maybe use this as one piece of evidence. One piece of evidence that I may be primarily having a political framework and kind of backing into the Bible would be batch politics. Batch politics. And, and here's what I mean by yeah. that. There was a moment. So we're this is 2023 when we're recording this. So we're just after the COVID pandemic and the, a couple of years ago, the shutdown and mm-hmm. and just wearing masks and vaccinations and very heated season yeah. and a season where politics kind of engulfed everything. Yeah. And so there was a, a moment there when some of the mask restrictions were loosening up mm-hmm. and there was a, a space of a couple months where there was a little bit more freedom as to when you wore mask and when you didn't. And there was a moment there where if someone was wearing a mask, like let's say in Publix, if someone was wearing a mask, you could pretty much tell usually what that person's view was. If they were wearing a mask or not wearing a mask, Mm. you could tell what their views were on things like gun control, Mm. global warming, taxation, immigration policy. There was like, it was almost like an outward symbol of something political. Sure. So it was an evidence of a couple things. One, it was evidence of how politics had engulfed so much, mm-hmm. but it also is a reminder that, I mean, think about that list, wearing a mask or not, gun control, global warming, taxation, immigration policy. If you saw someone wearing a mask, you knew kind of their whole political spectrum. And those issues are not necessarily logically related. Right. But there was kind of this moment where outwardly we could kind of see all of those things kind of outwardly happening in society. And so it's just a reminder that sometimes batch politics, there's a whole framework on the left, there's a whole framework on the right with a lot of different issues that are not necessarily logically related. Mm -hmm. So if I follow all of it, I should, if I'm kind of batching my politics in one one entire party's agenda, I should be asking myself, hey, am I truly, am I truly analyzing the whole political gamut biblically or am i st- mm. just kind of taking an entire political side backing into the scripture now that might even sound offensive to some people but i'd say hey let's it's a fair question mm-hmm. that we should at least have the have the humility to kind of look inside and say okay am i starting politically backing into the bible or am i starting biblically and then having the freedom then Without being defensive, I have then the freedom to evaluate the party that I affiliate with, the candidates that I that I would typically vote for. I can look at them from a biblical perspective. Okay, so then batch politics. Then in your the way that you're using it is this idea of all of the issues getting kind of swallowed up into one whole that you have to 
adhere to this particular view on all the issues or that particular view on all the issues. And in that moment, that COVID moment, the, the mask kind of became this sign of which whole you had right. subscribed to. So, then, well, if I could just ask, so what, what would you say, you know, for the Christian who says, hey, listen, I'm going to the Bible. It's not like I'm not going to the right. Bible. What, what's the big deal with, or what's the problem with starting with a political framework and then going to the Bible to see what it says about it? Sure. What's, what's the challenge with that? Yeah, and that's a, that's a fair question. Like, what's the big deal? Uh, why, why am I doing something so wrong? Um, and, and I think that's a, that's a fair question. Um, I think the challenge is when I start with a political framework and then go back to the Bible, the challenge is politics then becomes that primary framework and there's several dangers that happen with that. One of them is that politics begins to engulf most issues. And mm. that that is the the general trend of mm. of politics, especially in a political season. Politics can begin engulfing every issue, and then the divide happens along political lines, and so um, and it can get to the place where in Christian contexts that line, and we keep talking about this because it's very important. That line of syncretism, where politics and someone's faith are overly blended. It's not that their faith is influencing their politics. It's that there's an indistinguishable line between their faith and the politics. So for a left-leaning church, they'll often, uh, the gospel gets reduced down to a social gospel, that the implications of the gospel sure. are exclusively uh, handling particular social issues for right-leaning churches, standing for on God's truth is synonymous with standing with conservative politics rather than standing for, for the truth is primarily the gospel and then the implications and that there's a correct order of, of mm -hmm. what the priorities are. The priorities are the work of Jesus to save us. It's not Jesus plus a certain list of of political truths so there can be the, the politics can overtake every issue even to the point where it's overtaking the gospel and mixed mm -hmm. with the gospel um that that's one danger another danger especially for a christian in a worship setting is the political churn the political grind mm -hmm. the political rhythm doesn't decide for us as a church what and uh, what things we talk about and when we talk about them. We yeah. we let the Bible discern um, the the how much time the Bible gives to certain subjects and how the Bible talks about it and when the yeah. Bible talks about it. that decides where our focus is. Politics doesn't engulf our entire mission as a Christian. Um, get making sure our political party wins is not the same as the Great Commission. Mm -hmm. They're separate. We are engaged. The way we engage culture is not only politics that we have a particular part of how we engage our city and our culture that is political. We don't mm -hmm. get out of it, but it doesn't. It's not the only way we engage politics. Politics is not our hope. It's mm -hmm. not it's not the um, it's not the if our if just our party would win, then everything would be fixed. That's yep. not where our hope lies. It's uh, ultimately it's uh, it's not the ultimate showdown of good versus evil. That is not chiefly in a political framework. There is mm -hmm. a higher biblical framework. That is the true enemy is not against flesh and blood. It is there is a, a there is a, a, a spiritual enemy that mm -hmm. we are combating that that may have political implications, but it doesn't reduce that down to left versus right. 
So, the, and those are things we're going to continue talking about. But when the political framework overtakes as the primary framework, there's a lot of dangerous things that, that can come out from yeah. that. And then one of the other things I've heard you distinguish too, that I think is a helpful way of framing it is you've talked about how there are some things that are just first and foremost, biblical issues that have political implications down the yes. line. And then there are other issues that are societal, just the fact that we're a civilization. Sure that um, there's biblical wisdom that we need to consider and apply to how we think about those. Sure. But can you give some examples of those two different types of things we might encounter? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's well put. So the other challenge with starting with a political framework and backing into the scripture is that there are some things that are that are higher than politics. Mm -hmm. They're broader, richer, deeper than politics. They are biblical issues that have political implications and, and other implications as well. Some of those things are, are justice. Justice is primarily a biblical category mm -hmm. that we need to align ourselves to God's heart that then has at times political implications, but their implications are beyond that as well. Personal lives. Personal lives, personal interaction, our own spheres of influence. Yep. So, um, but it's primarily a biblical issue. And that is uh, justice for the unborn all the way through those that are alive. I mean, it's, it's, um, it, it's from the womb to the tomb, as some have said. So there's, there's justice um, for all the uh, oppressed and voiceless in the whole scheme of things. That's sure. a biblical issue with political implications. It's not first a political issue. When it's first right. a political issue, we divide on two, on two sides. Yeah. Um, the environment. Caring for the environment is first and foremost a biblical issue. Christians are called, humans are called biblically to steward this earth. That's a biblical issue mm -hmm. that has political implications. Gender and sexuality in marriage, those are first and foremost biblical issues that we then figure out the political implications, but they have implications beyond politics as well. Mm -hmm. Caring for the poor, the orphan, the widow, the sojourner is the biblical term, but we would use the term immigrant. Those are biblical issues, a broad, broad um, implications, including political implications. Right. Those are biblical categories. They're, and we've got to start with God's heart for them and then figure out how it has implications in all of life, including politics. Yes, that's good. And as Christians, working together, voicing, hey, here are some helpful strategies for how we can see these biblical values yes. enacted in society. Yes. Politics being one slice of the yes. pie of how we engage yes. on that level. And on some of those issues, yeah. there may be... Um, there, the, the, there's the biblical value, and there may be different ways of upholding that value politically. Yeah. And I think it's important, but it's important to start with, hey, no, this is a biblical issue with political implications. Yes. And then, so what about some political societal issues that we can look to the Bible for wisdom because it gives us wisdom for all of life? But what, what are some of the ways that that's different? Yes, so there are some things uh, the Bible speaks to to all of life, but doesn't necessarily speak to all of life in the same way. Right. There are some things that are purely they're political issues, but we might look for biblical wisdom to speak into those political issues. Yeah. That's that's different. So, for example, modern economic theory, that's a political issue. Whether you know you have capitalism and various types of capitalism, socialism, communism, you have monarchies. I mean, you've got all different types of, of um, frameworks that uh, are systems of government that affect um, macroeconomics. 
the Bible may have truths and principles, but we don't see a particular prescribed government uh, or macroeconomic theory in there. Sure. Same with this of big versus small government. We, there's not a particular prescribed style of government in the New Testament. We've we but we can look at biblical wisdom and figure out ways to uh, to faithfully apply that to to modern culture. But it is an abuse of the Bible to take one of those one of those theories and then force the Bible to say something it's not. Right. That's a way of, of being adding unbiblical. To, it's adding, adding to it. the Bible, exactly. Right. And so we've got to be able to separate biblical issues with political implications versus political issues that we look to the Bible to get to help us get wisdom um, to practically to play that out. And with that second one, what we're not saying is ha- come up with your opinion politically and then go to the Bible to back it up. Right. You're saying... No, this is a political issue. Like, hey, how do we set up an economy? The Bible doesn't have chapter and verse. Here's how you do that. Right. You know, in the scope of what modern life looks like. Yes. But what we do is we look at what the scripture says about humanity, about wisdom, about money, and we use those things to inform, give us wisdom to then make the best decisions we possibly can. But uh, that's a helpful way of putting it. Anything else you just add or an illustration you can give of what that looks like. Yep. I would just say, um, the, the, the challenge was starting with a political framework and then backing into the Bible. One of the problems with that is then the weight, the political party gives to an issue is then blurred with the Mm. same weight the Bible gives to an issue. And that's not necessarily true. Then everything seems like a it's, a, it's got the same political weight and everything seems like it's got the same biblical weight. But right. we have to be able to start with the Bible and say, no, the Bible's very passionate about this, speaks mm-hmm. a lot about this. So I'm as passionate as the Bible is. This is why what we're saying, we're not saying we're centrist. Mm-hmm. Centrist is still in a political framework. We're biblicists. We're starting, we're, we're Christians. We're followers of Jesus. We start with, I'm as passionate as the Bible is on, on the issues that the Bible is passionate about. Right. And then it frames up then from there, my politics. I I think really the application is just twofold. I think um, uh, one is we have to be able to critique. Mm -hmm. And we've got to be able to critique. We start with the Bible. We have to critique our own party. We have to critique all parties and all candidates. And we critique that by the Bible. And I I think that's that's really important. But the second thing is, you know, I, I can anticipate the question, okay, but how do I get a more biblical framework than a political framework. I, what do I have to do differently? And this is something we're going to actually pick up in the next episode. Sure. We're going to be talking about, we have to train our minds to be primarily biblical rather than political. And, and honestly, that comes with how you manage your intake. Yeah. And so if someone is doing maybe a quick verse of the day in the morning and then spending hours listening to political commentary, they're probably yeah. going to have more of a political framework than a biblical framework, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. But we want to be planted next to the streams of living water, spending more time drinking down the scripture and letting that be the primary framework. That's helpful. Well, we hope that this uh, conversation has directed you, maybe given you some things to think about and consider, and uh, we're going to pick it up right where we left off in the next episode of the City Rev Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review. If you want more content or additional resources, head to cityrev.org or download our app. We hope you have a great day.